0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Deadpan Studio Podcast. Uh, we have a show called Deadpan Studio Presents. Now, what you're seeing right now, obviously, is video, and you see, you will see a bunch of uh, friendly faces uh, from the cast and the and the crew of The Dark. Now, The Dark is a TV series that is uh, just about to premiere here in just a few weeks uh, with uh, underneath of Rosetti Productions. And we've got some very fine people here to be able to talk a little bit about uh, the whole experience. And I would like to introduce first Mr. Alan Hogan, who you all already know anyway, just because he was the one that was able to get this whole thing together because he's actually in the show.
1: So if you're going to blame anybody.
0: (laughs) I'm so glad you said that, Alan. I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) Anything good or bad that happens email him and not me right <laughs> all right so let's do uh let's do a quick roundabout um let's have uh everybody explain who they are their character on the show anyway um but first uh mr matthew ohm hi there you are <laughs> it's coming up to a uh, speaker review. uh since uh the director The writer, uh, Mr. Uh, Chip Rossetti, is not here currently. He may join us later on. Uh, Would you give us a little bit of background about what The Dark Is is about, as well as yours and Chip's functions on it?
2: Well, I was the cinematographer on the film, and Rossetti Productions is a pretty tight-knit family, so we're all there to support each other. So moral support is always our goal as well. And Chip is the producer, writer, director, He did the rough cut edit on it before he sent it to our friends at Questar to do all the finishing work up in Chicago. And so obviously creative director for everything that you saw as well. And The Dark is an end of time series starring all these wonderful folks. You have the armies of darkness hunting down Christians across the face of the earth. And Kevin Sizemore plays Pastor Peter Braxton. And the crux of the story is is that he's trying to get his son back and the Dark, played by Silvio, is throwing up all sorts of road roadblocks to try to keep him from doing that and also holding his son.
0: Very cool. Now, uh, you all had a pretty quick uh, production, uh, from, from what I understand. And, of course, this was... Uh, Uh, I heard Chip mention it before uh, he went off for a bit. My fault. Sorry, audience. I accidentally kicked everybody out and uh, closed the Zoom before we recorded. I keep it real. Audience knows that I make mistakes. (laughs) Uh, But um, he was talking about how you all uh, were filming in October of uh, last year. Is that correct?
2: October through November. We started mid-October, ended mid-November. And I think the cast would agree the difference in... Temperature and weather was probably one of the biggest problems that we had. We started off in basically fall weather, and it was just about day after tomorrow. By the time we were done, I was afraid that we were (laughs) going to start losing fingers and toes (laughs) off of our cast because they had to be in basically light fall weather. They started their wardrobe in mid-October when it was still decent outside, and since it's the end of times and it's not like everybody was packing around a whole bunch of clothes, they couldn't really change very much. So it was pretty darn cold and they were still in pretty light gear. So they, they toughed it out.
0: I'm sure it made it a little more simple to act like you all were suffering through things. Cause you all actually were with that cold weather, I would say. So let's see here who have we got on here with us. Uh, so I believe we've got, okay, we've got you. Uh, we've got uh, Mr. John Wells who plays who?
3: Play I play Mike. Um, Mike is kind of the, uh, the reluctant guide for the uh, little band of survivors. He's the guy who, uh, within their little stronghold, he's the one who goes out on medicine runs and supply runs. So he's accustomed to the way things are out in the world. And, and he's, he na- he's been navigating through all the dangers um, through the end of time. So uh, they kind of have to trust him to get them to where they need to go. Uh, but he's, he's kind of a, you know, he's sort of a dark roguish loner guy. And, uh, you know, he, he, his, his loyalties are sometimes questionable and uh, he's a lot of fun. So
0: <laughs> I'm sure everybody has to uh, at least find some way to have fun with the characters that they, uh, what they uh, embody. Like uh, Mr. Silvio, see if I can find you on my screen. I've got it it's split there you are you're in the you're in the bottom right corner of mine <laughs> uh mr Silvio bush you who do you play
4: um i had the distinct honor to play the uh, titular character of the dark um who, who goes by many names um and initially uh i it was sort of a you know like a, a last minute decision almost like it was sprung on me i was initially going for a different character but um, when it came out to sort of, you know, like a, a final audition to kind of seal the deal or whatever, um, the director, Chip, you know, he kind of sprung to and he's like, you know, I know you can pull this role off that you're going for, but I really, really need somebody that, to play the devil. I just have not found anybody that can play the devil. And I think you would nail the devil. And like, I don't know what that says about me. If you think <laughs> that of me, um, thought you liked me, but... <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean he he meant it in a very com- complimentary way and uh, and you know it's just like you know can you just look it over real quick and you know and, and I looked through the uh, through the sites that he gave me and the more I read about it the more like oh yeah oh yes <laughs> yes I want to be the dark
0: <laughs> something I you can really sink your teeth into in I'm yeah guessing, it was great
4: so. fun it was just very very complex and 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 great layers and and not stereotypical at all, so it was a lot. I mean, you know, like I really got into it and, I, and I absolutely tremendously enjoyed that. It was one hell of a ride. I guess that's kind
0: of the draw for a character like that, uh, especially the way that uh, you know he's been he's presented historically as well as what I'm assuming, because obviously I haven't seen the episodes because it hasn't premiered yet, October first, ladies and gentlemen. We'll say that officially at the end as well. Uh, but it's you're able to relate to the audience with the way you're portraying the character so that the only way to really treat a, a truly evil character like the dark is to make him endearing to the audience so that the audience almost can kind of understand where that character is yes. coming
4: from. No, no, no. He, he's, he's the kicker. Um, you, you're going to love this or maybe not. Maybe, maybe it scares you a little bit. It scared me a little bit is when I was really kind of sinking my teeth into the character. And I was like really, you know, I was studying it, I was rehearsing it. I was really just kind of trying to get into this character. And the deeper I got into the character, the more it started actually messing with my mind to the point that I I couldn't sleep well anymore. I had nightmares. Um, I kept waking up, you know, I was restless and like, what the hell is going on? I didn't immediately make a connection. But then at one point, it's like, at one point I said, Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's the role. It's the character. Right? So I mean, you, you would think that I heck, it's just the character, it's just written on paper. It's not real. But if you as the actor takes such a difficult character and such a dark character, lack of a better term, it can actually really kind of mess with you a little bit. Right? So as much as I enjoyed that role, um, when we're done with production, I also kind of enjoyed putting it aside and kind of... I don't know if that makes bizarre. any sense. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it that makes any sense, but it really, you know these, these type of characters they can really mess with you a little bit but it does
0: because it's like when you're an actor you like anybody here can attest you're putting some of yourself into it not necessarily the evil parts but you're going to places and pushing yourself to places that you had never thought you could before and absolutely. it taxes you so much that when you're done with the role you do put it away so that you can breathe a sigh of relief no matter what kind of role it is
4: Yep. yep exactly, exactly.
0: So, uh, we've also got a Miss Sarah Cleveland. She's the next one on my screen here.
5: <laughs> Yay! Um, I play Melanie Braxton, wife to Peter and mom to Danny. And a um, little tricky to explain, <laughs> explain where I come from in this. Um, Melanie is just. Uh, I guess, you know, a woman who I explained before, like a woman who's really strong in her faith and and just adores her family, Um, mission work. uh, You know, uh, it's really hard because I feel like I'm just giving away a big piece of it, but I think she's just kind of an important part um, behind what happened before. So she's more of the understanding of where Peter's head is and you get to see a little bit of, a little bit of a softer sign in that aspect. That's really all awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool. Uh, um, let's see, who, who else we got? Who's the next one? Let's see here. Miss Jessica Bell.
6: That's me. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, I play the role of Adrian Wirth. Um, she is pretty much taken it upon herself to be the motherly figure of the group, the caretaker, the nurturer. Um, she's without her kids. Uh, she briefly mentions them through the first season and I think just that natural need to take care of everybody. Um, I do like the growth that she has. she kind of gains her strength and gains her faith I think was the coolest thing because through all this um, she kind of held on to that where there was a lot of breaking for I think other characters and um, but I just I just love the motherly figure of her she kind of just took on that role as, as the mom of the group until she can. Address that back in her own life, Um, but she really just cares a lot about everybody, and I think she's uh, always up to take a stand and be strong, you know, when she needs to be, but other than that, she just wants to keep everybody safe and out of trouble, really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, if you think about it, she's almost uh, part of the big backbone of everybody pushing forward.
6: Yeah, and I think that's for her own mental health, too, is she can't be a caretaker to the that she loves in her own family, so she's kind of taken on this family as her own, and just wants to be a part of it and, and do the best she can. I think, but um, yeah, she definitely has some strength in there, but she she tries to just keep everybody on level, level level headed a little bit. Yeah, but she's she was so yeah. much fun to play. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so next, we have. Uh, how do you pronounce your last name, Miss? Is it Kelly Bartram?
6: That yep, that's perfect.
0: Oh. Yay, I'm bad with pronunciation of names, so I'm very happy I got that right.
7: No, I've gotten Batman, Bartman, I've gotten everything. So that (laughs) was very very impressive. Um, You will only be
3: Kelly Batman to me from now on. I was just (laughs) going to say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs)
7: You've
3: sealed (laughs) the deal on
4: that. There's Batman.
0: (laughs) She should change yeah. her Zoom name to Kelly Batman right now. Uh,
4: <laughs> I, I'm I love
6: it. Myself a hole right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till next season.
7: I know. <laughs> um, the credits I, roll. I played Jennifer uh, in the dark, and she is sort of the curveball of the group, if you will. Um, she's kind of taken under their wing. Um, doesn't really know her place in the beginning. Is kind of just you know following everyone not really sure what she can contribute and we see her get in these situations as anyone at the end of times would do and sort of harden and grow and show her bravery and so i think it's a really cool aspect to show like what this time and what these are doing to people and how it kind of adds that grittiness and that hard layer on top of someone who normally would never probably show that bravery you know if it wasn't the end of times <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's something that uh, I think the audience can learn from to kind of pull from within themselves.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and kind of relate to that. That's you know, seems like all these characters. Of course, we've still got a few more to get to, but uh, all these characters so far just sound like you know something that the audience can really latch onto and care about, and put some of themselves into you know that. And that could be you know a lot of that's due to uh, Chip's writing. Oh,
4: absolutely, definitely.
0: Uh, Next, we've got uh, one of my co-hosts over here sporting a very beautiful uh, shirt uh, (laughs) representing Mr. Alan Hogan.
1: (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Yeah, Alan Hogan, I play Blake. Uh, Blake, uh, at least before everything went down and the world was a different place, he was a lovable goof. And his backstory, I think, might eventually come out later. Um, there is a lot about these about each and every one of these characters that um, develop comes to light as the show goes on and hopefully that isn't finished yet so I'll just say that Blake's main goal in what everybody will be seeing is to find his friend and uh, he just wants everything to to be okay like, like everybody else but it's kind of tough to really talk about. Like, like Sarah said earlier, you don't want to give anything away. So he's just a good hearted person who wants the best for everybody
0: around him. Very cool. Uh, next, uh, Mr. Dylan Cruz. Hey, um, I play
9: Jeremy in the dark and um What to say about Jeremy, you guys. There's so much to say about him. I just feel like, uh, so due to circumstances that happened and transpired uh, within the first season of the show, um, he's just always on 10. Uh, Unfortunately, he went through some things that has um, kind of compromised his thinking and it causes a lot of turmoil within him as a person, um, which then leads him to kind of be uh, a little bit of a risk to have around um, and without giving too much away he's just kind of this um, unstable uh, person at this point and uh, yeah we get to kind of see him operate in in that so yeah it's very fun to play but also very challenging so
0: yeah I can imagine that goodness <laughs> uh, last but certainly not least uh, is Mr. Kevin Sizemore how are you doing sir
8: I'm good. Thank you. Uh, I play uh, Pastor Peter Braxton, and as Sarah mentioned earlier, um, she plays my wife, and uh, our son is really what I'm trying to find here, because you'll learn early on that there's a situation that occurs with Sarah's character and my character that you see that's throughout. That's why she had to be very uh, specific on what she did or did not say, but what really ties Peter and keeps him moving the whole time is the love he has for her and, and the love he has for his son. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything there when it goes to my son because there's a twist there as well. But now that you all know that Silvio is the dark, um, I've always specified uh, the people that are with us, you know, all the cast members, um, aside from Matthew, who is the DP on this, but we're all in a congregation together led by me and uh, everything has been great. Everything was wonderful back in time, and uh, my family was intact. I had a great congregation, and little by little, my congregation gets ripped away. My, my wife, there's an interesting situation that happens there. There's another situation with my son. So over the course of time where we are living, it's almost like the walking dead without the zombies. We're in an apocalyptic world where we don't know what's going on. Um, but the one thing we do know is, Uh, the dark, whatever it is, now that we know that Sylvia, the dark hasn't gotten to where we are yet, which we're kind of in a safe haven place. That's actually the name of the episode, right? The first episode? Is that right? Safe haven? Yeah. Wow. So that's kind of, yeah. So that's kind of where we are as a safe haven until uh, one of the characters comes back um, and says, you know, it's, it's crazy. We can't go out there. And then we have another shocking, um, thing that happens with another character. And that gives me a little hope because I've literally lost all hope after everything that's happened. Uh, and you'll see this really take place in episode one. Um, I, I just lost my soul. I've lost my will to fight. I've lost my sense of faith and, uh, I'm slowly, very, very slowly trying to gain it all back. And it's, because of everyone else other than Silvio that is supporting me to give me that strength to get back. And again, yeah. I said it earlier, uh, this premieres on Pureflex on October the 1st and they do have a seven day free trial. So you can go on and watch an episode or so and, and uh, hopefully you'll like it.
4: W- what do you yeah. mean I don't su- I don't support you? I support you all the way. They you just accepted. Accepted.
8: support me in ways I shouldn't be supported. <laughs> support you in
0: ways that nobody wants nobody else wants to support you you just (laughs) have to
8: let me in I will say something my my wife and I watched the uh the series last night and and and, you know she just gravitated to one character and it was Alan she loved you Alan she just really phenomenal well thank you very much and it's not that anyone else is bad she just goes you know what I like I like him you know he just he jumped out at you, which was really interesting. Because on set, no one liked you. No one. <laughs> <laughs> you, know,
0: you, you know, I thought maybe tonight might be the last time he's on this podcast, but.
4: <laughs> yeah, every, everybody hates it, Alan. It,
8: yeah. yeah, in the show now, but only end it for Alan. Yes,
4: couldn't stand, couldn't stand the guy. <laughs>
1: that's that's pretty cool. Tell her thank you very much. I appreciate I it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that, that, another another thing about about Blake. We, me and John and I, and I'm sure Kevin and others were probably like, yeah, 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 let's, let's do that. I don't think it was written in the script that Blake and Mike had this, like, tension with one another. No, that was we, we kind of ripped that ourselves, I think. That was yeah something we played with. Yeah, and, and I forgot about that. I forgot about <laughs> discussing that until I was watching certain episodes, and I was like, why did I do that? Uh, oh (laughs) and uh there is one line in particular that i don't think was written i might be wrong but how you delivered it it cracked me up while we were watching because that's when all those memories started coming back shut up Blake.
8: yeah Yeah, that was just thrown in yeah Yeah. i remember that
1: (laughs) yeah it was awesome
8: (laughs) well matt what we did do which was great um you know we all stayed in a in, in a big hotel we were there literally we were there for six weeks as a family we're just together hanging out uh, we worked together, you know, there's really not much to do in that area unless we went into town together. Uh, we ate together. Um, we watched movies there on the property together. And, and late at night, uh, either all of us or select a few would all get together and just go downstairs and just work on the characters and work on the scenes and just try to get it as familiar and as comfortable as we can. Because, you know, when you're shooting a production like this, it's, you, you don't have time to do 30 takes on something. you got to move. And it was cold, and we didn't want to stay out there forever. For, so, but <laughs>
6: that was my it, it, favorite part, honestly, was that, that time at the hotel, the nights before each shoot. That was probably my favorite part.
8: Well, it gave us all a chance to really get to know each other because, unfortunately, I, I, I haven't had the pleasure of being around a lot of people. Like, you know, Dylan, for example, he's from Chicago, Kelly's in Nashville. I think uh, Sylvia and John, they're, uh, and Sarah, you guys are like Lexington, right? Is that correct? Lexington and
4: really? Louisville. Yeah.
8: Louisville. Louisville, I'm sorry. And, um, and then Alan's nearby, and Jessica. She, where were you at, Jessica? Tennessee in Cookville. Tennessee, so yeah. So and I'm from Los Angeles. So we had and there's a few other characters that came in and around. So even though some people might know each other, we all didn't know each other. And and it wasn't just like the actors hung out together. It was the actors and it was the crew members and it was everyone together. And we knew we were in for a we knew we were in for a big uh, a big challenge. But I tell you, I was. I was quite surprised what we saw when we uh, when, when I just finished these episodes. I'm hoping everyone else will enjoy it as well. Very we much. We had so. a fantastic crew.
2: Adversity breeds greatness, and that hotel was its own adversity in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hotel was the dark.
4: Yeah, <laughs> didn't play no, its no, role and played it well.
7: Creative
4: genius. <laughs> like, <laughs> it
5: was the warmest one the whole time.
4: Did any, of you, did any of you guys have, like, the Shining moments in those hallways? Oh, uh, yes. yeah. At, yeah. at six in the that morning was, I, every day. Yeah.
3: Halloween night. I remember Halloween night. We, had, we did the screening of the, uh, of the Shining together in the, oh in the restaurant. My that, was, oh. that was a lot of fun. That was, that was one of my favorite, like, behind-the-scenes moments was, was Halloween night, watching the Shining together. That was a good time.
2: And that was actually the first time that we decided to do that to just have movies available to show. And I think that as a crew member, like Kevin said, it was very much a a group thing, but I had a blast with you guys. And it was great to be able to have most of the cast there for the entire month, because we're so used to trading people out when we did the Dream Motel. So you got to meet a lot of folks, Mm -hmm. but you didn't really get to know them. So it was a blessing to me to have you guys around and to have you be so willing to become such such a group.
3: I think it. I think it helped uh, production and, and just on screen chemistry. I mean, we we bonded so much in those moments, and we really just got to know each other as people. And uh, and that level of comfort with each other, I think, allowed for a lot more trust in front of the camera. And I mean, and we were just like everyone's already said, we were blessed with such a great group of people, and the, the, well, just the tr- chemistry just just happened so naturally. Yes
6: other I mean we really just trusted each other we, we had that comfortability yeah, yeah and I think That's one of those...
7: is Chip really allowed sort of that collaboration from the actors as well which you don't get a lot of the time and so like Kevin was saying we were up late at night going over notes going over the next scenes for the day and sort of adding our own takes and I think because we were so comfortable with each other we were able to you know feed off of each other and really get into it and that was my favorite part as well I feel like you know you all are amazing I look up to all of you and so I was like wow to be in this hotel with everyone and look up to everyone and watch your performance that was really amazing
4: well at, at times at times I found it a bit uh, challenging because obviously you know I'm, i I played the, the antagonist in this so um I I really liked everybody so much and it's like I can't like them too much hmm. you know what I mean <laughs> I have to kind of like I have to find a way to kind of make them look a little bit less likable and it was extremely challenging.
8: Well, raise your hand, <laughs> so comes back here, raise your hand if we if, if everyone really did not like Sylvia. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> <You> I succeeded? <laughs> this is my video. <laughs> As things
2: started going on, I told him, okay, if you ever feel like you're getting to like everybody too much and you need a little bit of animus, just think to myself, I'm having hot pockets tonight for dinner, <laughs> and
3: that'll just set you straight off. <laughs> hot pockets with a side of pizza rolls, which yes!
6: are little hot pockets. Oh, it's
4: still, I eleven months later, it's still, well, so you know, real. it's still better than pop tarts.
0: Okay,
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can at least dip those. Uh, you can at least dip those in a ranch dressing or something. <laughs> I mean, in, in my opinion, whoever likes or whoever eats pop tarts eats small children too.
7: Well, I guess the secret's out, guys. I mean, <laughs> so, bring your
5: children around me, yeah. uh, children over there.
8: Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, I will say though, you know, when uh, Lisa Lisa Lewis wore many many uh, hats on this production, but when she really threw together a meal, man, it was. I mean, we we had some good good food. I mean, it was. She mm-hmm. was so good. He uh, was, was really good, cook.
4: Yeah. Yeah, except, don't try to walk into our kitchen. No. <laughs> no. Never. Kevin, do
5: you remember Owen sitting there? He kept like devouring the food over and over and over again between each take. We're like, we kept having to fill up his plate. Do you remember that?
8: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: He, he destroyed it. Like, <laughs> we're not going to have any more to put
6: on that plate for this scene.
8: Come on, kid. We're not doing five takes. We got two and we got to go. <laughs>
6: he's looking for the one take yeah we're just gonna do this
5: (laughs) he was destroying it i think he went through a couple pieces of chicken quite quickly so
1: so you you, you mentioned it was sorry matt yeah it was uh challenging to um be around the rest of the cast because you're the antagonist uh but was that the most challenging part of playing the dark
4: no. No, I mean, that, 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 was, that, that was more or less a technicality um, because I, I had full control of that. You know, I mean, I, I can turn that, that, you know, like kind of a good, good nature, good naturedness, you know, that, that existed between us. I can turn it off um, when, I, when I start playing my character. What's difficult is the nature of my character. And um, because for me, the only way to really, really bring across all these deep layers was to really just kind of like approach a territory that I normally don't travel in. So it was kind of unfamiliar ground. And that can be a little bit intimidating. And at the same time, I had to be the one that intimidates others. So I kind of had to suck it up and own it. And that was probably the bigger challenge.
0: So what would you say would the uh outside of what Silvio just said, kind of working on going on what he just said, what would uh with all of your characters, what would you say it was the most challenging aspect of playing your characters? Uh, I guess we can start with Sarah on that one. Well <laughs> you're first up there. Lucky
6: you <laughs>
5: I actually loved my character so there <laughs> wasn't a whole lot of challenge there that sounds really silly but i am um, i was just grateful that i was able to to have that role i mean she was a she's a bright light so i think i mean there's one scene that um you know she's not uh and again it, it'll make sense when you see it but um but even then,
0: I was still being nice. So <laughs> I, well, sometimes great. you know, being being nice, being nice, and you know, trying to be the light of the group can also have its own pressures. I'm, I can imagine as that character. So you know, I think you're you're fortunate that you were, enjoyed it so much.
4: <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, there's an easy fix to that.
5: Next season,
4: <laughs> next season, you'll be joining my side.
5: Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be tricky either though, that might actually be just much fun too, so.
1: <laughs> much like her character, she's so nice, she's just like, okay. <laughs> Let's do
5: I mean, you can't complain when someone's just a good person. I mean, there's not really much to be bothered by there. I was like, all right, this is fantastic, I can do this.
8: <laughs> so, what about you, no, Kevin? What's that? So I said what about you? Repeat the question cuz I was all lost in Sarah's <laughs> answer cuz <'cause I> <laughs> in- <laughs> We were uh, we were working off of uh
0: Silvio talking about uh you know some aspects of portraying that character could be difficult because he had to go into places that he normally doesn't go into those Got sorts it. of realms. Uh, what about yours? Uh what uh, was there any uh instances in which you had some uh you know trouble working into that type of character especially where he was at that uh place in time
8: yeah not really um i don't know if i would say i had trouble getting into the character um even though i don't know this man personally i uh you know i've i understand this individual uh quite well i think the just the hardest part was probably trying to um not show too much too fast I think, because I have to go through a lot of different emotions, um, you know, good, bad, happy, sad, tough, you know, when to back off, when to push, even though, you know, I think I'm a leader as a congregational leader. Really, you know, I, I don't lead in the beginning, I, ha- I I have to be taught how to lead by another character within the group, and um, who does it quite remarkably well. And there's a, a very, very big twist there that, that kind of, it's almost, you don't see it, but this character almost like hands me the reins and says, okay, it's yours, take over. But I had, you know, I've lost it all. I had to really, I had to strip myself down and not believe anything because I've lost it all. And then I slowly start to get a sliver of hope and then a little bit more, a little bit more. So, again, I think just trying not to go from zero to ten like that, I had to kind of pace myself. That was the hardest part.
0: Now, when you first got on set, do you all feel like, uh, you know, it, I know I do. When I first step onto a stage, um, the there's uh, an, an intimidation factor when you walk on, um, when you're ready to start production like that, and you see how everything's going down. Does it does it like change your mind, any preconceived mindset that you might have had first walking uh, before you walked in? I um, yeah, go
8: ahead, George.
3: Uh, I was going to say, I, I don't think it's so much an intimidation thing. It's just, just kind of getting acclimated to your environment, you know, um, especially if it's, uh, you know, a, a cast that you've never worked with, because everyone has their, you know, we're all artists, so we have our own kind of quirky ways that we work and our own methodology and just kind of feeling everyone out and, and um, getting that. And, of course, you know, you go into it with a specific, you know, you read the script, you've got an image in mind, and then seeing how everything kind of changes once you're there on the day. Um, you know, you kind of mentally scramble to, uh, to reacclimate, but it's, it's just, uh, it, it, it's not an intimidation thing for me. It's just kind of um, last minute figuring figuring everything out and, and the ins and outs of how everyone works and adapting.
8: Yeah. I think what John said, it's, it's, it's really, um, it's not that it's fearful. It's not that you're scared. It's just, first off, you don't want to mess up. I mean, I don't want to mess up. You know what Alan's doing or, or John I don't want to I don't want to be the guy to mess up a scene you know um, because our job is to be, be there and be prepared our job is not to be there and try to learn what the dialogue is and what everything is so that's where it comes down to um, when we all hung out it changed I mean the first three days it changed yeah the first day you show up and you're kind of filling yourself out and um, then you realize okay this is what we're going to do and this is who we're going to be with. Let's get to know each other. Let's have fun and make the best of this and enjoy it. And then when you leave, it's a lot like you said, Matt, it's like theater. When you walk away, you have that, you know, you're sad because you have lived with these people for a month, a month and a half. So it's, it was a lot like theater in that aspect is as it happened so quick and it was over with. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I wonder- because I wasn't on set with
5: them every day and i I didn't stay with them. Um, I was only on for a few days. And so for me, it was a different experience. I felt a little more intimidated walking into a group that was already so close and established and that they were staying together all the time and doing everything together. So that was a little bit different for me um, in that aspect.
8: Yep. Um, but, you, but you did make it back for uh, Halloween, right?
5: <laughs> I did make it back for Halloween, yes. Yeah. Kevin was um, super and, helpful, there, so I appreciate him for that. Uh well, and Jessica,
8: made it, and Jessica made it back too.
5: did. Yeah. We went trick or treating.
4: Interesting. Both of you. But uh, yeah, let me throw, so let me throw 31st, something in there.
5: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead Sarah. Sorry. Oh, the 31st was, um, was not only Halloween, but it was my daughter's birthday. And uh, as soon as Kevin found that out, he was like. All right, let's do this. We're going to make sure you're out of here. We're going to figure this out. Let's go. Let's go. I was like, all right. So, um, and
0: I did make it home. My daughters
4: were super proud.
0: <laughs> awesome. You were saying, Sylvia?
4: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, let me uh, throw something in there really quick. And I'm sure that most of you, if not all of you, can agree on that. Um, and it connects to, the, to your question. When you come to the set, you know, new set, uh, new production, um, you know, if you're lucky, you will run into people that you've worked with before, so you already know you know you know what they are capable of you know that you get along with them or not but <laughs> in this case, uh, there wasn't a single person on this on this uh, crew or this cast that um, I had any trouble with um, working with hanging out with, but it's just that first moment when you when you come to the set and you meet your your cast if you haven't met them before, and you kind of check them out you know you kind of figure like all right, so how is this going to pan? You know, is there chemistry there? Is, there? is there, you know, like, is there a symbiotic potential there? You know what I mean? And, um, and, and on this production, you know, like, w- with every person that, that, I, that I met, you know, like, within moments of talking, I was at ease. You know, I knew, oh, this is going to be easy. You know I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, the work isn't easy, but, but being with these individuals is going to be easy. It's going to be great. It's going to be great fun to work with. First time, I, you know, I, I locked eyes with Kevin and we shook hands. I was like, okay, this is going to be great. Um, so that, make, that, that really make, made my day or days. Because I met him on different days. Um, and that makes all the difference in the world. Um, the worst thing you, you, you can have uh, happen, of course, if that doesn't happen. You know, if there is this animosity or you feel ah, there's just no chemistry there. And you have to try really hard to bridge that. Um, su- super uncomfortable, but there was none of that on this production. I mean, everybody was really just like a big old family, you know, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. It was yeah, almost. Yeah.
5: posting pictures yeah. on set, like, and the other people weren't there. I remember Silvio, for example, being like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm really supposed to be there. Like, I really feel like I'm missing out. I'm supposed to be, <laughs> be there right now. you <laughs> we were even there on days that you weren't supposed to be on set, because you were there with me that day. So. Yep. <laughs> you're not when you're not
8: there you miss it well you know that has a lot to do also with with uh how chip and matthew you know listen start at to the top so um they they have a, an easy personality and you deliver and you get your job done but you know Matt, matthew he's in a I an I can't...
2: going personality
8: <laughs> yeah right. well since chip's not here i can't talk more on his side but i will for you but you know um I was I was taught long time ago that you never want to get on the bad side of a DP because if you do you might be out of focus a little bit and then that means they have to cut to the other person on your close-ups. So everyone was really nice to Matthew. Everyone
2: (laughs) I definitely
8: felt the love every
4: day.
0: Yeah,
4: it's so, really, it's is that uh, sort of like don't piss off the cook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. I think
1: that was even a bigger problem. The, you know, we wanted to make sure that we didn't do that more than the DP. Because Lisa, if you wanted to eat, you better act right.
3: She will kill you.
1: <laughs> better act right. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Get some act right.
3: She has the keys to all of your rooms. She will cut your throat in the middle of the night. <laughs>
8: Dylan, didn't you come in? Uh, you came in a few days afterwards,
9: though, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I was just waiting to everyone had their <laughs> kids out there. But um, like Sarah, I did have, I was a little bit intimidated only because everyone was there. Uh, you guys had already been working, I think, a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Correct me if I'm wrong. So going into it, I was like, ah, oh, they already kind of clicked. Like, how is this going to work? So I said this before, I felt like the, the new kid on the block or the, the new kid who just transferred to like a new school. Um, but fortunately, everyone was just super friendly and it was just a warm welcome at, you know, people that I met instantly, I think, um, you know, introduced themselves to me right away. And it's about like reading the room, like understanding like Silvio and other people were saying is just knowing how everyone works because you don't want to hinder another actor Um, especially if they're prepping for a scene or whatever it may be. So just really reading the room. But fortunately, with this cast and crew, we had such a uh, a camaraderie of family that it was just super easy to kind of mesh with everybody, and it made it so
8: much easier on set. But it's also symbolic of your character. When people see the first episode, you know, you kind of came in late. So it kind of worked with your character. And we're watching the scene, and when, when Dylan makes his appearance in the episode, um I'm kneeling down beside him along with Jessica and Kelly I think and someone's talking and my wife goes oh this is a great scene I go oh you don't know what was going on she goes no. what do you mean I said oh he's got his eyes closed I'm like what in and <laughs> you know, like, blowing on his head I mean I was doing I was, I was pinching him
9: this was my first day on set so I was like this dude I swear so I'm just sitting here. I'm like, all right. I'm just trying to do my job. And like around. I'm like, all right. I'm too scared to laugh at this point. It's my first day. I got a lot to like, you know, prove to everybody. So between him doing that and then we had uh, Kelly spilling water on me during the scene, and I literally I looked at her in the eyes. I'm like, please don't spill it on me. She's like, that's my worst nightmare. And two seconds later, you know, we're in the middle of the scene, and she feeds me water, and it starts dripping down my face. <laughs> And I just hear this like soft like laugh. She's trying to muffle coming out. And I'm like, this is
6: it.
1: Like I'm just gonna start laughing in the middle of the scene. I'm the new guy. Like, what is this? But that's how that's how quickly we all got along like so well. It, it's 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 awesome. I miss it.
6: Yeah.
4: I miss you guys. And I don't kind of magic. Too, but,
1: uh, you know, I had I've met and worked with Silvio, although we've never shared screen time. Um... I had uh, worked, of course, with Rosetti Productions before, and I had met John once, which he probably doesn't even remember, um, but um, Kevin, I think it was the the day of or the night before on Facebook, uh, I, I think he found me or, or I found him, whatever, but he ends up sending me a message, hey, I'm Kevin, can't wait to work with you, Alan, and that was before I'd even met him in person yet, so I just thought that was the coolest thing um, the, the cast and the crew, everybody involved, such great people. And, uh, I'm so, so, so excited for everybody to be able to see what all of you guys have been able to do. It's incredible. Within the first few minutes, I was like, gosh, I know what's going to happen. And I think I might cry, (laughs) uh, you know, just by watching like Kevin and Sarah, for example, uh, it's awesome. I couldn't be, couldn't be happier.
6: You wouldn't well, even I, know we I, shot I, it. I was so sucked into the story, I, I almost forget that I was part of it. I was so entranced. Oh,
8: just so, <laughs> oh, was, just so I, you know, and, and Jessica's <laughs> husband also does make an appearance. <laughs> so we won't give that away, but no, he's, no, been, no. he's little,
6: in there. Little Easter eggs. He's in there a couple times. <laughs> so it's like spot, spot the, you know, spot the duck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I for I for one. Uh, you know, I have seen uh, some of Rosetti Productions' uh, stuff before. I guess my question is, with some of you that have crossed each other's paths before, do you think that uh, you were able to take from some of the characters you played before and bring it into some of the characters that you were uh, portraying in the dark?
6: Um, actually, for me, yeah. One that I had already filmed with Rosetti Productions on the three. I was a, a mother who was also, not to give away stuff, just going through um, some loss and um, not able to care for her kids as well. So, yeah, I guess, actually, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I guess I kind of carried that a little bit over into the dark.
8: Yeah.
6: Sorry for the the blackout, guys. I'm (laughs) outside of my car. I'm trying to, like, do the – I'm taking over the dark's lighting. It's Um, very moody.
0: (laughs) Very moody. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice halo right there. Just
6: Yes. Yeah,
4: that's but, what it is, the halo. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going but, well, I, I can answer your question real quick. I'm German. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, fun yeah. backstory on that. So I was actually in the room the day that Silvio uh, did his audition. And I remember him talking to me beforehand. You know, I really, I'm so sick of playing the bad guy i want to play the good guy and lo and behold he gets cast as the dark which is essentially the devil uh and uh, i remember him talking about it and i said what you think what what, have you been typecast he goes it's the german thing Uh, apparently we're all nazis You you know it's already written well you're playing the devil the only way to go is up from here (laughs)
2: <laughs> I play the good guy and feel bad when you can play the bad guy and feel
4: so good. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I yes. see what you do there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah, Nazi, nutty professor and just outright villain, you know, like, pretty much, you know, you're predestined to play these characters if you're German.
0: Which is a shame because uh, German is a beautiful language anyway.
4: <laughs> oh, danke schön, danke schön.
0: mine (laughs) better
8: hey Matt I want to make sure that we do have the opportunity because I know they're not with us tonight but um, uh, Kelly's mom was played by Donna Botts and uh, uh, Martin Cleva came in and did some stuff for us and Sharon Lanier and uh, (laughs) love these characters Robert Shepard and Joette Waters very very interesting characters and of course you know we had Bishop Stevens which plays a very strong role with Kelly's story as well. And, and, uh, Shane, Shane Doyle. Uh, so, you know, we, we had, a, we had a good group of people here that, and, and one guy that blew me away, man, I don't know what you guys think. Well, Adam Michaels was
4: fantastic. Oh, phenomenal. oh yeah, he was awesome. Phenomenal. He did really well.
8: I mean, not only did he just play the character great, but he just looked, you know, that long hair and, Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell so, he had a lot of fun with that. And
0: yep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 crushed it. And what a great guy, man. What a really, yeah. really he, and dude. Very talented
1: dude. Not just in uh, acting. Uh, he's a great artist. Uh, yeah, oh, fantastic. Fantastic. artist. No. Super, super yeah. talented. Oh, he's yeah. an artist.
3: He's a musician. Dude, he, he's, he's one of those guys that's like so good at everything that it like kind of makes you sick. It's, oh, I hate him. Yeah. He's he's, all like, <laughs> we all hate him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: great guy well, that's that's how He's that's how you guy. know that you like somebody is you have to dog them. that's why i dog alan all the time and <laughs> because alan's a good guy i can take it yeah it's not
1: when you when you know it's not true
0: well yeah of course and you can dish it out just as well so there you go <laughs> so what would you all say is probably the most fun you had on set i know you were talking about you enjoyed the hotel and all this stuff but the most fun you had while shooting?
6: Oh, there were so many good times. I'm like racking through my brain right now to
4: pick one. It's hard to single anything out, yeah. It really is, it was
6: all such a great experience. Uh, Kelly, I I had fun with some of our goofing. We played around with our scripts a little bit just to kind of get out of like the robotic, how we were, you know, after a few weeks of our. So I remember those nights were always fun. (laughs) We did some fun stuff. I yeah, <laughs> I would say, like,
9: one one for me was uh, we were doing a night shoot, and it was uh, with just me and Alan, and I don't know if it was just because it was a long day on set, so we were super delirious when we shot this, and I think Matt can attest to this. But we did a scene where, <laughs> I don't know, for whatever reason, we shot it as if Alan and I were in a horror movie, like a legit horror movie. And so <laughs> there's this take where we are like, creeping towards the camera really slow, and we forgot in the script it says, like, run. And so uh, I remember Chip oh. just, like, yelling cut, starts laughing. I don't know, I think we were laughing for, like, 15 minutes at the fact that it just looked just two guys, like, close together in this, like, dark <laughs> shed in the middle of the woods. And we're slowly creeping towards
4: the so, camera Yeah, well, I, was it I, at I, that, I, western, I, that the western stage thing yes
1: yeah. I, and I <laughs> yeah. think what happened there was Dylan and I were just talking amongst ourselves talking about like this kind of feels like a horror you know type deal and then and, and no one good and well in the script were supposed to run but as soon as we started as soon as it was action we were still in that mindset and we were just like tiptoe tiptoe <laughs> And then finally, Chip's like, cut, what? It just, (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
6: Well, speaking of Chip, um, he would sometimes have to throw in those one or two liners for us when one of the other casts wasn't there, you know, just for insert shots or whatever. And Kelly, I don't know if you remember, but it was an intense scene. We were off to go look for Peter. We were kind of on our own for a minute. So guns are drawn. We're high alert. Um, We have one line that's supposed to startle us. And so we're gearing up for the same way you are. We're we're kinda of doing the same thing, you know, terrorized, we're looking around, we're so on edge, and then we're waiting for the line and it's uh Chip and his Kermit the Frog Boy so who, 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 I I can't do it, but I mean it was and we didn't react I and mean, he remember you know, I remember him saying, you know, you guys didn't even break for that. I'm like we wanted to, it was the like funniest like out of place like you would just throw well, I mean, think
7: that encouraged him to like try to get us every take more and more because yes. we did not break and so you, oh, you, like, you we were
6: solid yeah that's of us like <laughs> like <laughs> i mean that was the funniest thing i had never expected to hear in that moment <laughs> so little things like that yeah I, like, I things I think,
4: like that that you can take with you
6: yes yeah i
4: think one of one of the one of the funniest guys you know on the whole cast definitely had to be Martin Kleber. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect with him, right? Um, so, like, I mean, he was just hilarious.
8: What you're getting here is you're getting people who are familiar with each other, you know, you just hang out and you start having fun because,
4: mm-hmm.
8: I mean, someone asked me on an interview the other day what my favorite scenes were and there were so many, you know, I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't remember them all because we just had so many sh- shooting days yep. uh, and, and situations, but you know what, what? What do you take away from something like this? You take away this camaraderie, this stuff, the jokes. You know, me, you know, goofing off with Dylan, or when Sarah and I—they're in the in the very opening scene when you see what happens with her and I together. You know, in the middle of the take, there's still goofy stuff. I'm still, you know, messing with her and just laughing. And you know, when you leave, yeah, that's. I, I-
5: Get the wet willy during that. Oh no.
8: They're they're, they're more more dry willies for the girls. (laughs) But but, you you. know, but but I but I leave and I look back and you have pleasant thoughts, and that's what it's about because you're not gonna remember every scene. You know, you're not gonna remember how many times you did this take or whatever, but you do remember how you feel about someone and you remember how much. Fun you had with them, or if you had a laugh, or oh, their routine was always doing this and they always did that before they shot, or in the morning or in the evening, and you, you get to know each other. And that was uh... make,
6: make up your own gym, you know, in the middle of nowhere. They, <laughs> all,
8: everybody has,
1: <laughs> yeah. And to, to capitalize on what Kevin just said, I was watching the show and I didn't remember certain scenes that I was yeah. in, but I remembered what was happening behind the camera. Like you know, you know when we wasn't filming, I remember what was happening at that moment, but I just don't remember acting. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I was thinking that too. Things. Yeah,
6: I remember the, what we were, the feeling, and what we were doing. Yeah, but yeah, I was like rewatching it as a new eyes. It was, it was awesome. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I think that's yeah. really hard to come by too. I mean, uh, just from my limited experience on, uh, you know, a TV uh, series set, uh, and also a film set you can tell that when you get a good crew like you all cast and, of course technical and you know the cinematography everything when you get good people in there it makes a world of a difference because when you can tell a lot of times when i'm watching something i can pick apart uh these like watching a movie i'm going okay these two people are supposed to be very close to one another. They're supposed to share feelings. They're supposed to share emotions, but I can see completely right through them like rice paper, Mm. but it's developing that camaraderie. Like, uh, I mean, just even in uh, watching the trailers and the behind the scenes, uh, video Alan sent me, even just talking to you all tonight, you know, if outside of that, I could tell that you all just were so close to one another and just having a great time. And you know, when you look back on you know however long you know your acting career is from now till you know whenever, you know you look back. I'm sure this is going to be a production that really stands out to you. Well,
8: well, Austin, well
0: you ever... it, go ahead John.
3: It, that, um, for me. I mean, I, I'm, we, we've all done a lot of these things, man. I mean, I've, I've been on more film, more film sets than I can even really remember. But I can very very sincerely say that on the last day this was one of the hardest groups for me to drive away from i mean undoubtedly it was just it was just such a good time and it was so personal and uh and i think we all really genuinely cared about the project and we all felt good about the project i think we all felt good about what we brought to the table and and just the the family that we had built there was just something really kind of rare and special and uh that it's always sad leaving you know well it's not always sad but but, (laughs) often it's it's very it's you know it's a bittersweet when you wrap a production and this this one really really felt like i was you know i was i was kind of i was leaving home to go to another home
8: that's true i mean i remember we were all at the rap party and, and i know you had to head out before that but at the rap party to me that that was one of the highlights of the entire production of sitting there goofing off laughing because everything was gone. There's no more work to be done. You can breathe. You just goof off and have fun. That was, you know, Jonathan Plowman at Questar. Thanks to him for putting that together. Uh, And uh, Lisa and Chip and Matthew, they all just kind of got together and said, you know, let's do a rap party, which is, you can't do a film without a rap party, right? So yeah. but you know i was I was looking through the lens uh you know in my my eyes lens watching the other night, and I remember there's a few shots that stood out that Matthew captured, and it's one of them was when John, when we're all in the um in the theater hiding from the bad guys, and John's looking through that door, and that sharp light just cuts him right across the eyes, it's oh just, man,
6: dude, I noticed that too, yeah,
8: beautiful, and I was like, oh, Matthew, and then my next favorite shot was. Without giving things away, is when we're all leaving out of the uh, church and we cut to Sarah. And those two shots, man, were just, phew, those are beautiful shots. Not that you didn't do many more, but those really stood out to me. Yep. Thanks. And people will see those mm-hmm. in this movie.
2: Well, and I did want to mention enjoyed... too. Nope, go ahead, Sorry. Sarah.
5: No, I was just going to say it was funny because there was a scene that we did where um, it kept rolling. And so Kevin and I just kept talking and talking, and talking, and talking, and waiting for it to cut, and part of that is actually in there, so I thought that was kind of cool, and I noticed that, because I'm like, yep, that was not, that was when we were still like, so, <laughs> and we just kept going, and Chip was like, I just want to see how long you guys would talk, <laughs> part of it made it in there, so that was kind of
4: neat. Yeah, there, there's, there's one particular moment that, that uh, I just uh, remembered that really kind of I don't know, it it, it it just described the whole production to me in a nutshell, and that was, the, I think it was the last day of production even, when it started to rain. Wasn't that the last day? I think it was. Um, we're out in the woods, you know, and we're, we're doing like the, you know, confrontation, and I, I don't want to give too much away, you know, the narrative or whatever, but we were, we were racing against the clock because there was a storm front moving in, and we were trying to beat it. And we almost made it. And then the rain started coming in, and but we didn't have a choice, right? We had to finish it. So you know, everybody came together, crew and cast. You know, we we, we started thinking on our feet. All right, what can we do? You know, let's let's you know build a shelter for the camera. Um, you know, all the actors huddled together under this tent. Everybody else huddled, huddled together under that tent and then the actors would quickly, you know, do a final rehearsal or whatever and then we were standing there, you know, kind of like an athlete ready waiting for the starter pistol. All right, ready? 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 The moment say go, you're going to run to your spot. You're going to deliver your lines, and then you'll run back under the tent because you can't get wet, right? That's what we did, you know, we waited, we waited like go. back under the tent. It was it was hilarious, but we got it done. And and and, and it looked fantastic. And yeah, yeah, so, you know, kudos uh, that we pulled it off. So as the, as the DP,
1: Matt, what was your, is there any, is there any particular shot or scene that, that was being filmed that sticks out in your memory? So
2: actually, you Kevin, already, when I saw that shot, uh, both of them had to do with John, actually. The one shot where he's at the door in the theater, because I really liked how that looked. And then it was probably our wooliest day on set was with the airplane and trying to light that on fire. By that point, I think we'd been, if we hadn't been so comfortable with one another, the place that we shot at, Park Mammoth, has these shooting ranges and they had decrepit cars and actually there was an airplane, part of an airplane that Chip had used for his movie, Turbulent. And we were getting a little bit punchy and we had had some pyrotechnics that didn't really go as well as they could that day. So I think Chip and I were starting to really get a little frustrated and we decided to vent by being just a little bit of fire bugs. And so I was just like, what if we set that plane on fire? You know, because <laughs> fire always adds something to a scene. And then we can, like, push it down behind John. And Chip's just like, okay, because I don't get loopy a lot, but Chip isn't just that, ran with it because he just... Isn't that when it you also
6: people. added, like, you it wasn't enough to get the fire going, didn't you guys dump a bunch of gasoline? Like, I, I remember waiting a few seconds. They're like, no, nah, a little bit more. I'm like, it will catch,
5: but yeah.
2: eventually. <laughs> oh, by yeah, by that point, Rick Shaw, who was the guy that was running our stunts and doing all of our fire, I think he was sort of just done because he'd had his own problems and, you know, everything worked. Well, but it was definitely what? every time we did yeah. that, yeah, it was a problem. And so it was all done very safely.
6: We had a safety. <laughs> <laughs> so it
2: was miles behind all the actors, so everything was fine. But I think that, uh, I think the long and short of it is is that we had a lot of hard days on set you know, where things weren't necessarily going right and the weather wasn't cooperating. And if we hadn't have had such a great interpersonal relationship and this sort of warehouse of all these good times, these everyday good times together, I don't think we could have gotten through what we did. And it just goes to show what great people we had. What, you know, I think when you talked about seeing behind the scenes things and being able to read into what a good production is, there are so many things that have to go right for something to work. And a lot of it just gets chalked up to luck. You can do as much pre-production as you want and you can make casting decisions that you think are going to work. But until you get everybody in the same place, breathing the same air, you really don't know what's going to happen. And these people were just awesome, committed, creative professionals and just wonderful folks to work with. And I don't think it would have worked as well without all that. And it's, unbelievable that all that came yep. together. Everybody but Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody
3: but <laughs> Two people we haven't mentioned, um, Kyla and Diana, the makeup oh. department, were yeah. critical oh, members of, of the crew and the family. Yes. And it, it would not have been uh, both on, on, on set and behind the scenes and just hanging out. I mean, they were they're both such great people and hard workers. And um, definitely would not have been the same without them. You know,
8: John, because think about it. I mean, no one really understands. If you're not in this business, they don't understand what goes into this. And you know, with Kyla and Valerie, and um, um, I mean, they're, they're sitting there. They're, Diane, yeah, and there's there's they're, they're, Brian and Brian. Yeah, they're they're, they're Brian the sound. Too. Yeah, those are the people that we're hanging out with. Like mm-hmm. they are the people that we are with the most. They they hear all the, oh, I'm so tired, or you know, whatever. You know what's going on, but. You know, that's like your your extended family, like you have different yeah. parts of the family, right? So it's kind of cool to have, have them acknowledge not only because um, they, they did a great job, but because they're the behind the scenes. Like Matt, Matt's more, more or less behind the scenes, so would be Chip. And they don't get the acknowledgement that all of us would, only because we just happen to be seen on camera. But if it mm-hmm. wasn't for all these people doing everything, including Lisa, as we talked about before, um, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to do this. And even the Kentucky Film Commission. No, I mean, you know, we're very fortunate to, to have, have a good crew. We're very, very lucky to have had the crew and the cast that we had.
4: Oh, I, I can only second that. I mean, especially the makeup department, what struck me about them was, not just that they were great at their job, you know, obviously, but it was, they really, really genuinely cared. They were so warm-hearted and, like, really out there just, you know, like, because. You know, like actors, you know, like getting in, you know, having their makeup redone or whatever, or even Brian, you know, f- fixing the audio time and again. I mean, not one time were they short with us or in any way, you know, like anything but completely accommodating and caring, like really, really like there was true warmth there from these people. And, and I, I can stress enough how important it is, you know, for, for the talent, you know, for, for the cast to, 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 to get that kind of support from the crew. Um, that, that, that goes a really long way, you know, I mean, it, it just, you it was, know, give you, it gives you, gives you fuel. Wouldn't
5: you say so, yeah, it was completely above and beyond. I mean, uh, totally. Beyond what anyone would yeah. have ever done.
9: Ever. Yes.
4: I've been on very, very few sets where I could say, uh, I could state the same sentiments like that. It, yeah, there's always, few.
3: usually most film sets, there's always, and, and I think most of us, look, there's always the one guy. That that kind of you know, the, the one problem person you're the yes. diva or something. it's it's really hard to have a film set that doesn't have at least that one. And I remember a very specific moment where I'm looking around at how awesome everybody was and I'm like, Oh my god. Is it me? I'm the jerk. <laughs> I'm done.
9: Yeah. It's Alan. They they really do <laughs> set the tone, like just to piggyback off of everybody, I had to be on some days I was, uh, because of the makeup I had to get on for my character, I was the first one in the chair on the days where I was shooting uh, for, like a lot of my scenes primarily. And they really do set the tone. Like in the morning, being up super early, just seeing Kyla smile, like there was never a complaint. Like it was always nice to be welcomed by her and it always helped just start the day on a better note. And I would like to like shout out um, the interns we had on set, Gnome, Jake, and their teacher, Ben. Who were yeah. phenomenal as well as crew hands and they had a lot of hats too but they were just amazing to have just really refreshing to see um, young students on set
1: too yeah another cool thing too you uh, you mentioned the getting into makeup in the morning was it correct me if i'm wrong was it if you're the first one in the chair you get to be the dj
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> True. yeah that was awesome
5: I don't know. Fun. I had my makeup done by someone who was not a makeup artist one day. Kevin? <laughs> <eight, eight,
2: eight.
5: laughs> <laughs> my eyes were closed. And uh, yeah, so that was fun. So, <laughs> there's some video footage of that where Sarah had no idea what was going on. and
4: I, <laughs> I must have missed that one. I might
8: have yeah. it right here. Let me try to find it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Send it to me. We'll edit that in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll put that in a blooper reel on the, on the, the tail end of this.
5: (laughs) Close your eyes and you open up and it's a totally different person. Totally different makeup look,
1: you know. No, you guys mentioned uh, Robert and and Joette earlier. My goodness. Uh, I mean, my very first day on set was with those two. I had never met them before, never worked with them before. A- anything that you see with me and them was my very first day. Uh, and that they were an absolute blast. So, I-, I mean, the way Robert just, like, both of them, though, I mean, their their looks and how they just could play that char- those characters like it, it just comes natural. You know, but they're the complete opposite of that. And th- how sweet that they are. And, uh, again, I don't want to give anything away but when you guys watch that show I hope that you know the public I hope you appreciate those two performances just as much as we do because they floored me. Floored me. Fun fact about
9: Joette if I can just time in a little bit so Joette's actually from Chicago as well which is ironic because I didn't know she was in the show until I saw her like getting you know marketed and uh and it Honestly, I kid you not, it wasn't my fault. It looked nothing like her in real life, like the picture. They did such a good job with hair and makeup to make her look totally different. And we're actually on the same ensemble uh, in this theater company in Chicago. So it was so cool to see that. I was like, Joe, what the heck? We are at like a meeting. I was like, you were in this show too? Like what? And she showed me a picture, like that was you, (laughs) like what? She's amazing, yeah, such a big heart, but amazing performances for sure.
0: What you're gonna see here is the full trailer for The Dark presented by the cast and crew uh, Rosetti Productions uh, starring everybody that you see here as well as everybody else that they have uh, mentioned, um, which we wish them the very best Go ahead, Al
8: Look at me Look at me They're on on their way
5: Promise me, Peter Promise promise me I'll find him
4: Peace. All I ever wanted was peace.
8: It's time to go find Daniel. None of you even know what's out there.
7: We have to do something.
8: You're the only one that can get us there. We leave first thing in the morning. How did they know we were here, Jeremy? What? Five
3: minutes later, they're right on top of us. How did you know? We're not leaving him behind. You don't have a choice, Blake. Neither does he. We've been expecting you,
6: Peter, father of Daniel,
3: who is in the keep
8: of the dark.
9: I know what's real and what's true. Don't you want what's real? Only you, mommy. I want to be with you. Leave too. Somebody,
6: somebody, help us! Hey.
4: His fear is my joy. His pain. and his suffering will be proof. I want to see my son. We all want things, Mr. Braxton.
8: This is my time.
0: anybody can see that but i literally have goosebumps on my arm right now
6: <laughs> yay i'm so excited for next week And
0: uh, uh, owen y'all are so good <laughs>
2: after watching that i have no idea why why sylvia always plays the bad guy No, <laughs> don't
1: see it <laughs> i
0: don't know looks like a good guy to me thanks on, little
1: owen man he, he blew me away uh, is this yeah. is matt is this the first credit for owen that's a very good question. I'm actually
2: not sure on that, because I know that... Uh, I
5: think that's what his mom said. That
2: wouldn't... Yeah. I think that that's right. Yeah, yeah I mean, kind of that,
4: that, like, that kid that. is really something. I mean, yep. what, what I find so remarkable about him is how, how willing he was to let, like, you know, Kevin and I, you know, coach him in the scenes that, you know, we were in together. I mean, he just soaked it up, and, and he had no trouble kind of uh, putting himself, you know, under our care, so to speak. And under our guidance and, and he soaked it up and he improved like from from take to take to take it got better and better and better wouldn't you agree kevin
8: yeah he, he um he he was trying to really learn what what i thought was really funny about this whole thing was when he came to set on the first day with a big old a big <laughs> i was like oh okay we're writing that into the script that's great <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, I've watched that uh, trailer uh, five times. Yeah, this is that would have been the fifth time that I've watched it, and I, I tell you what, your, your all's performances just, just blow me away, and the cinematography uh, just bar none is great. Matthew, thank you so much for for uh, your expertise on that. Just it just looks so good.
2: Thank you, I appreciate that.
0: I, mean, honest, I, just, like
6: I, I love that scene in the in the movie theater, Alan. That scene that you did there just always blows me away. what's that? When you were um it was you and uh Jeremy and the we were hiding in the in the movie theater the show, house. the show to the trailer. Yeah, yeah, the opera house. Yeah, I love that scene.
1: That was so yeah. well that was very personal for me.
6: It was also near the end of the shooting too. We were that was, all our, that was of, our last yeah. day. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Alan brought the heat that day, man.
0: Yeah
3: yeah, he really really impressed me that day.
0: He was that up at Guntown Allen? It
1: was. It was at Frog, it's Guntown Mountain. Uh my no, family it's it big history up there. So anyway, yeah, it was very sentimental. Uh but yeah, I I was I was told my uh uh my girlfriend while we were we were watching that. Um, again, I don't remember the act of doing that, but I remember immediately after Kevin uh, I remember you You did and John uh, just came over and gave me a hug like uh, a- after after we cut and that was such a powerful I do remember that part of it it was such a powerful and sentimental moment um, and, and for the character itself I think that might have <laughs> because I don't think I'm all that great I, I just I just try to react and do the best that I can but I think that might have been very very good for my character for for my performance that that's where that scene was shot because it was just
4: it was just getting me yeah
1: but yeah i mean as a matter
4: of fact ellen Ellen is so bad and so (laughs) atrocious that i had to cast him in the main role in one of my own films so (laughs) you know just because i needed i need a really crappy actor so I, I reached out <laughs> to Alan and- uh, I taught
0: him everything he knows. <laughs> you don't know how much that, how happy I'm about you
1: that. You know, I love
4: you, man. I'm so the real me gets to come out. <laughs> I mean. Which mean, is well, by the way, the you know, I, I, I don't want to drop things here or whatever, but I do it anyway. Um, you know, just stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> we're almost done with editing that film and you're gonna see Alan in a killer, no pun intended in a killer performance than that. I'm, I'm really, really excited, and I can't wait to, to share that with you guys. Um, I'm you know, hoping to drop it you know, like early next year, um, but it's, it's gonna be amazing. I'm not gonna give too much away, but uh, Alan is exploring uh, a whole different aspect, you know, um, as an actor, as a character in that. So, you know, it's, it's gonna be really, really awesome.
1: Yeah, that's a conversation for another day, but, but I wanna thank you for that because that's the toughest thing I've ever done uh film wise that you pushed me hardcore buddy like that yeah I almost hyperventilated. You can have a still man still (laughs) great behind the camera. Uh, He's just as good behind the camera as he is in front of it. That was great.
0: It helps that he's German so you kinda fall in line really quick.
1: Yeah that authority you know that's right. (laughs) Uh, Oh
0: but no. Uh
1: yeah thanks thanks for that John that was that was that was that was sweet. Thank you sir you were the exact opposite of Mike and Blake
0: yes yeah no
1: I,
3: I, and I think that's why it was it was so so fun to uh, 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 to give you grief <laughs> you're so likable and, and Mike is is such a he's, he's such a grumpy I
6: think yeah grump. I think Adrian, Adrian had a few grudges herself I think yeah
3: no we, we well, <laughs> because Mike Mike has a problem with authority and you are you're, he felt- you're the mother and he's 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 the, he's the angsty teen he
6: doesn't doesn't want to hear it mom (laughs) you're screwing up boy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what's uh what's something that you uh since we can kind of bring this down a little bit uh what would you like for the audience to take away from the uh, show the dark
2: you can always go back on gladiator and just say are you not entertained because that's yeah, obviously there go. the first rule. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say, <laughs> well,
6: they're definitely going to be entertained. I mean, I just, I couldn't look away,
1: but. um Yeah, there there was a thought that came to me while watching it. We, this was before coronavirus and people were going to watch this uh, wanting to know when we filmed. This mm. was, uh, this was October of
6: 2019.
1: Yeah. Um, And, and just watching it, it within the first episode, I was like, whoa, whoa. Like there's certain lines in the show, th- to where I was like, "Wow!" Like, and we had no clue that this was like right around the corner. Like everybody was just gonna have to be a hermit, you know, <laughs> <There's-> <laughs> held up and and you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Uh, whether I, it's, gonna I, up on that too. Yeah. it's gonna be worse or. Yeah, yeah, there's a
6: scene where Pastor and his family were having a meal, and they had brought up a few things that are extremely relevant to a home life right now, which I thought was insane. I'm like, this is happening now. So
1: that was one of those.
4: Yep.
6: Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that that was pretty early on, too. So they'll see that right away. But it definitely got my attention. I'm like, that's where we are <laughs> at the moment, yeah. this moment.
4: This is very timely. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Definitely relatable. Um, yeah, I think I think people are going to love it. At least I hope they do. Uh, it may be a little too much for some, but I think it's going to be very comforting for others. Uh, and then of course, you know, the the religious the aspect of it. I mean, this is it's it's golden. It's gold.
6: They're definitely being tested at every turn. So. Yep. Yeah, any
3: yeah. yeah. uh, Anytime you have an yeah. ensemble group like this with with such a variety of characters, I, you know, I, there, there's somebody for everyone to connect with and, and root for and follow. Uh, and, and with the performances that, that you guys brought to those individual archetypes, um, it's just there's, it's very human. It's a very human story. And I think that's, that's really important.
6: You're right, mm-hmm. the characters, that's the other thing is they're so, like on a normal day, they don't know that they would have crossed paths usually, you know. but they all stand out so much on their own. Yeah, we're, um,
3: we're like the breakfast club at the end yeah, of the world. Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <But> the, the, <laughs> the community is so strong, but it's so weird it is. It's just like that. I got one of, one of every personality in there, so. You know,
4: what, what, I, what I find remarkable too is, um, and I've, I've been contemplating that a few times. It's like um, filmmakers, um, Actors, um, anybody involved really in the creative process of 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 of, of, of making movies or, or making TV series, is we we have a tremendous responsibility and tremendous power in the storytelling. And you look at Hollywood, you know, like you realize how you know, like some of the bad productions out of Hollywood, how they kind of cater to to the wrong sentiments, how they manipulate people in a in a bad way, in a negative way, right, and and we actually, you know, had an opportunity in this production to do the opposite. We had the responsibility and the opportunity to, um, really leave a mark that is empowering to the people watching this. And, 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 and I can't, I can't stress that enough that, what a responsibility that is for us, right? We, we have, when, when we're going to war, in making a movie, um, literally and figuratively speaking, sometimes, you know, we need to be very, very careful with, with that weapon, right? Because it can be used for good or bad. And the storytelling here is definitely used for good.
2: Yeah. And Chip always writes things Obviously, we make faith-based films because we're trying to reinforce that message of faith. And in this, you have people that are clinging to their faith because that's all that they have left. You have people that are persevering with their faith. And there are some people that have lost their faith that are trying to rediscover it. So at the yes. end of the day, I think that it's the, these community of actors and how they help each other through it and how
1: you persevere through your faith in God that's the most important message. Well, and, and there's also the the characters that lose it and never get it back you know it, it's yeah. it's so it's so real and yeah i'm gonna get a little I, emotional if i keep if i keep going down that sentence but but yeah
0: i love it i think that's important because i mean even if even for those that uh you know don't cater to the the religious end of the story i still think there's a lot of human aspects. Uh, from all of the characters just broken down that they can relate to and find something in that, a, a type of message, um, which it makes it very, very relatable to today. It's morals. It's not, and, and that's, in, I, I've complimented Chip
1: on this in his writing in the past unlike other, other Rosetti production uh, projects where it's not, it's not preachy. You, you know, you don't feel uh-huh. like, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. you don't feel like something is just being crammed down your throat just for the sake just for the sake of doing it. Just no, you yourself.
0: don't feel like somebody's shouting the movie at the end of a pulp at the top of a pulpit. You feel like you're just right. engrossed into what's happening and by then, you know, you feel it at the end. Yep. Absolutely. I think it's
6: so I think it's so unique that way though, because people that maybe don't have the same faith won't be turned off right away, may have an opportunity exactly. to then, yeah. you know, explore it, at least check it out. It's not yeah. just a hardcore, you know, you have to be involved. It's it, it opens up the gate, I think, to a lot of people that otherwise may be intimidated.
3: Yeah, I, I think I, it's I, just I comes agree. down to good good storytelling and strong characters. I mean that's that's really I mean, I I, I never like when people refer to faith based film as a genre. because um, really it's 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 not. It's it's a message within the film. And, at the end of the day, any film, no matter what the message is or what what the genre is, it comes down to it's we're, we're telling stories, and um, and we're as actors, we're trying to provide something human for people to latch onto and identify with. And I think that was I think that was done here. I think it tells a good story, and I think there's some some strong human performances with some interesting characters. And it's that's 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 what it's all about, really. I mean, that's what we do is we tell stories, and I think this is a good one.
6: That's off the chip. <laughs>
4: a great one. Yeah, right, I, well. mean, you don't, you don't wanna, I mean, you don't you don't want to you know I mean, you don't you don't want to reach people whose faith is strong anyway, right? I mean, uh, sure, you know, it's probably some sort of uh, reinforcing, uh, and maybe a sort of vindication or whatever. But I think where this show and the story and the writing and the narrative really kind of strikes a chord is with those on the fence. You know, like somebody said earlier, that are, I think it was Matt, uh, already losing faith, right, and reinforcing it, um, or even people that are not necessarily Christian, are, don't necessarily have a faith, maybe even are more or less atheist, but are still touched, are still, you know, kind of, you, you still grip them with the story, and, and, and that's powerful, okay? Like, if you only reach people with that, that, you know, are already faithful, right, then it's very limited you know, you're catering to a very limited audience, but this has a much broader scope, which is what kind of attracted me to it in the first place. Mm.
3: It asks questions, it creates conversation, and that's, that's what's important. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and it's all of the stories of these characters, you know, they might be jaded or broken or lost or nothing that's going on to them is nothing that couldn't happen in a contemporary world. Exactly. It just happens to be set at the end of times. And yes. so that's what I think what these actors brought so humanly to their parts is the fact that they're all broken in some way, but they're all fighting through it in their
8: own ways. In their own ways, yeah. It's been a year since we've been together, so this was fun, guys. I mean, this is kind of yeah. cool. I think yeah. the thing that I, I look really forward to, it, to, yeah,
2: the fact that this is a series and that we're already planning the next season of it, I like the fact that so many times when you're in a movie, that's a one-off. And like you said, we all come from very diverse backgrounds. So the idea that you go and you do a film with these people and you fight these fights together for a month and you come out on the other side and you never get to spend time with them again is, it's pretty depressing on a lot of projects. And the fact that we're doing this series and these are people that we get to hang out with again in the future, I'm really looking forward
4: to.
3: Here's to that. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah. it's too bad, bad that 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 uh, chip you know chicken out on us here because i would like, like a request <laughs> for the second season if you can write something in there where the uh the dark gets to go on a tropical vacation uh,
6: <laughs> but that's where we all have to go to find you at least so make sure
4: that's
0: <laughs> in there. that's right yeah
4: <laughs> you, tra- you track me Weekend down somewhere the in hawaii <laughs>
0: yep yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. What we're to do. I like it <laughs> cool oh yeah, everybody gets to find their faith on North Shore <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you all very very, very much. I can't thank you all enough, Alan, thank you for putting this together, and you know, I've enjoyed so talking to you as fun. much as They're
1: a great group of people oh yeah.
0: absolutely I, I can't say enough no, uh, i i no I feel like uh I'm enriched now having spoken to you uh and i really cannot i mean honestly cannot wait until i see the episodes coming out october the 1st on pure flicks uh what was it you said alan can you uh you said it was uh it's on dvd pre-order right yeah. now as well
1: it's available for pre-order now QuestStarDVDStore.com. dvd um yep and uh available to, for streaming on pure flicks october the 1st
0: and believe me, this is a quality production and quality people. So, I'm going to thank every single one of you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Alan. Uh, <laughs> I like his nod. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Silvio. Thank you, Kelly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, John. Uh, let's see. I don't think I missed anybody. Yay! <laughs> no, here to thank. So, yeah. Thank you, Chip. Just thank you all again.